Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Lunch with Lyde. I am your host Lyde and I hope you're excited for today's episode. We're going to be discussing a couple lessons that I learned as an undergraduate student. I hope you're excited for this one. <laughs> Make sure to grab your bowl of jollof and let's have lunch. Welcome back. I am your host Lyde once again. Uh, Lyde of Lagos is a podcast centered around conversations about anything and everything from banana bread to mental health awareness. In episode zero, I mentioned that I recently graduated. This May, I graduated with a bachelor's in biochemistry and molecular biology, as well as a psychology minor. And with everything that's going on right now, it seems like the perfect time to essentially reflect on the four years of undergrad and highlight top lessons for me that I feel uh, made my experience just um, worthwhile, I would say. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Uh, first off, obviously when you're in university, you're here to learn, right? Your education is the first thing, it's essentially what comes first, you know? You are a student before any other thing. And so, because I am here to learn, or I was in university to learn, <laughs> I learned what kind of learner I am. Growing up in Nigeria, I feel like it's usually not that easy to identify what kind of learner you are, depending on the kind of resources you have available, though. And coming to uni and just spending time, you know, with different classes, with different professors, with different groups, I was able to create or differentiate between passive and active studying, which is something that a lot of people still have to be able to learn. You know, the normal is, oh, read your textbook, open your textbook, read your textbook, rewrite all those notes and basically repeat everything to yourself until you, you know, you've crammed it or you've memorized it. And so you just cram and pour. And so realizing that different classes have different ways and different methods that you have to study for them um, helped me identify what kind of learner I am. And that's audiovisual. So for example, when I have exams, let's say in my organic chemistry class, there's a lot of memorization. And so I'd be watching uh, videos. If I was in my statistics class, I know that it's a lot of practicing but I could go back and listen to lectures again and again. If I was in my ethics class, for example, things like that would require me to um, explain certain topics to other people because, you know, one thing, one way to show that you understand something is if you're able to take a concept or a topic that is complex and explain it in the simplest terms to someone, then you know you truly, truly understand it. So that was pretty much that experience for me. It took, uh, you know, a while, but at the end of the day, I think what's important is that process, the process to really understanding how you learn and how you apply what you learn and how you can use what you've learned to create something. So it's connected to Bloom's Taxonomy, which is essentially um, a pyramid of how we learn. And so you start off with the most basic thing being like, um, you know, being able to like remember stuff all the way to being able to create something. So that was pretty much that for me. Another lesson that I learned was that I learned not to let student stereotypes define my uni experience because schooling in America or like universities in the U.S. have a very strong school spirit, um, I would say mentality. Uh, And so there's always like sports games, there's homecoming, there's this week, that week. And I have never been to a university football game. It sucks that like my school uh, football team, but like... (laughs) Uh, I have even never been to a hockey game too and it's like 
but then that's just not who I am because before coming to uni I already had this mentality that oh um, I'm going to do this you know like there's just this image you know I think it was either pitch perfect high school musical you know like all those movies just really gave me this image of like ah (laughs) you know I'm coming to college I'm going to be in my dorm I'm going to go to my classes and it's just like sis nah that's not you (laughs) so um I think then I realized in my second year that like look you know just calm down it's not that deep and create the experience that you want for yourself uh, because if you try to fit in with the crowd or if you try to create this narrative of who you're not or you know so then you end up experiencing things that normally would make you uncomfortable it's not it's really not worth it you know you want to be able to look back at your time in uni and be like oh yeah I didn't go to those but I don't feel bad for not going to them you know so that's pretty much it and I feel like that directly connects to the next lesson which was where I said that I learned that my mental health is just as important as my physical health this is a very, 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 I won't really say broad, but it's a very specific topic that I also will be talking about very soon. Coming to school abroad, there's a huge um, expectation versus reality thing. And I say that because at the end of the day, coming to the US to just visit family and go back, like spend two weeks or something like that, it's not the same thing as actively living in the U.S. I'm going to school in the U.S. and having to interact with different people, um, especially being away from family. And so being able to recognize that stress is a real thing and that it does have very, very dire effects on your physical health can be very helpful in the long run. You're, you have to be able to understand when your body is saying, like, look, <laughs> you need to calm down. You have to be able to recognize when your body is saying, nah, you have to go to bed. You don't don't stay up later than than you should. Um, if you feel tired, you feel tired. And that's one thing. That's one great thing about the autonomy that you get in university, like especially studying abroad here. If you feel tired or you just need like a mental health day, I'm pretty sure for the most part, you can email most of your professors, depending on what kind of class you're in, though. You can email your professor and say, like, I don't feel too well. I won't be able to come in. You know, the kind of thing. And then you just take the day and just just live, you know. So, I mean, also take care of your physical health, obviously. But prioritizing my mental health was very, very helpful. And again, it took time to be able to learn to do these things for myself. And so that's why I think that's also a very, very significant lesson. So another lesson that I learned was that, you know, all in all, despite the fact that everybody has a different background, we all have different social identities that make us who we are from age, religion, gender, socioeconomic status, um, and so many other things. Everyone is really just trying to achieve something. No matter how little, everyone is trying to actualize their purpose on this earth. For some people, they find it much earlier than every other person. For some people, it takes them time, but they'll get it. For some people, it seems like they never find it. And for others, it feels like they have to go through so many different things before they can find it. But at the end of the day, I think some of the most basic um, skills that we can have as humans is, uh, I think one of them is just empathy. Empathy goes a long way. Being able to sit down and understand where someone is coming from, understand people's stories and just listen you know, communication is very, very important. And again, there's a difference between 
you know, active listening and passive listening. When someone is, you know, telling you a story or they're explaining why this is why they act or this is who they are, you have to be actively, you know, like involved or present in their in that conversation. And all in all, being able to embrace diversity while fostering or appreciating individuality is something that goes a really long way. Um, and I think will help, especially because the world is a global it's a global village. You know, we're all connected now, um, you know, with Internet, flights, everything, study abroad. We're all connected one way or the other. And I think that being empathetic and being compassionate um, and taking time to understand before being understood will help us go a long way in, in a lot of things, actually. And so just like with active listening uh, and being present, one thing I learned again was being able to live in the moment. <sighs> wow, I had to take a deep breath for that one because being in university, those four years go by very, very fast. I like I still like sometimes like right now when I have to tell someone or say like oh yeah I have a bachelor's degree oh I already graduated from university it's very weird because it still hasn't hit me yet that like oh wow you have a degree you know I remember I, we spent the past six years of secondary school being like oh yeah ah you would do your work you do jam you do netco you do this and it's like ah and now it's all done just like that like snap of my fingers done and so you spend all this time, you come in your first year and you're going through this honeymoon phase of, oh, yeah, this is what uni is like. You know, this is the experience I want to make for myself. And then second year enters and it's like, oh, my God, I have just two more years. What am I going to do with my life? Do I even like what I'm doing? Why did I choose to do this? And it just creates this spiral where it's like, OK, if I so if I don't do well in this class, then I can't take the next class. If I can't take the next class, how am I going to get into this career? If I can't get into this career, how am I going to create the life that I want? And it's, it's very normal to feel that way, honestly. It's very, very normal because, you know, we all understand that, or at least this is how I see things. When, from when you leave secondary school, um, the next five years surrounding that time can be very telling. Um, so you're about, let's say, 16, 17. And so between that time up until when you're 22, 23, that's the average time for anyone um, across the world, really, to be in university. And again, it's just like the formative years of a child, if there's a lot that could happen within those five years that really could make or break the next 60 years of um, of our lives, rather. And sometimes it's hard to wrap our minds around that, but it takes time to learn to just live in the moment, right? You know, I remember I actually saw a post somewhere. One of my friends actually posted this on his story where it, it just it was a quote that said that, remember when you prayed for where you are right now and it made me remember when I was in uh, junior school I used to I found this prospectus uh, for the University of Manchester at my uncle's house and I used to carry it everywhere like me and my friends we said because I always wanted to be a doctor and I said okay well yeah I'm going to be a doctor my friends are going to be accountants and we're going to own our very own hospital and you know just save the world and so I used to carry this prospectus to school every day and it was like, yes, this is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going to be. I mean, I didn't go to that university, but like, I was able to at least finish from university. Like, I graduated and like 10-year-old me would look at me now and be like, oh, wow. Okay, sis, let's go. <laughs> so sometimes life goes by so fast and we forget to live in the moment. We forget to 
appreciate where we are right now, um, you know, in this moment. And it's hard. It gets hard sometimes. I know that. But just choosing to say, you know what, I'm just going to focus on where I am right now. I'm here. I'm safe. I'm creating my own space. And I will curate or basically edit my surroundings to my taste. And so it's, it's an experience and a half learning to live in the moment because you feel like, oh, if there's one thing to do now, then there's 10,000 other things to do later. But just just do it. Just take a deep breath and let it all go. It takes time, but you'll get to where you want to get to. Like if you if you think about that, like just look back at 10-year-old you, at 5-year-old you, you know, in kindergarten or primary one, what do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> so you're almost there. And I know that it seems very little or very insignificant in a way. You're almost there and you've almost made it. <laughs> so another lesson that I learned is you know, just again, in order to help me really live in the moment, you know, at the end of the day, the only way you can live in the moment is when you are doing something. For me, I feel like it's when I'm doing things that I actually enjoy. It's easier for me to just if like, let's say, for example, if I am with um, friends and we're having fun, we're talking in a car and we're having ice cream it's easier for me to be in the moment. But if I'm not doing something that I like, it's way easier for me to zone out, you know? And so just like I said before, with not having any or not letting any narrative define your uni experience, I learned to seek the things that I love and to enjoy them to the fullest, which I probably will be talking about like more extensively later on. But when it comes to like extracurricular activities, I didn't do anything related to my academics at all. For somebody who majored in biochemistry, you would expect, oh, aren't you in the chemistry club? Nope. I I didn't even know when they met, which sounds weird now that I think about it. But I, I didn't do anything related to my academics because I just wanted time away from everything. A time to just reflect, to just shut down. Not really shut down, but like sleep. <laughs> um, and just to create experiences for myself, essentially. And so that's one thing that I know... Even though in university it seems like everything is happening so fast, so like so fast, and life is just going by, one thing that's very important is being able to just seek the things that you love and enjoy them to the fullest in that moment. And at the end of the day, you create the narrative that you want for yourself. No one else can really do that. And it also connects to when it comes to like purpose or just basically knowing who you are. At the end of the day, no one can really understand the zeal or the happiness or the inner peace that you feel when you when you do certain things that's why sometimes you would do things and people are just like "Ah, what's wrong with you why you why you why does that make you happy they'll never really understand and it'll take time you don't even have to explain yourself to them but just learn to seek the things that you love and enjoy them to the fullest you know And even if you're not there yet, you start to do little things and build up to those big things. And then, you know, when you get there, you can be like, okay, look, we did it, you know. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Woo! (laughs) So, on that note, when it comes to starting small and ending up big, I also learned that growth is dynamic. 
The process is not linear. It won't be linear. It's literally a whole sine cos tan curve. Growth isn't linear. Growth is dynamic. It is a state of being. You don't automatically get somewhere one day. Um, and I think that's one thing too uh, that's connected to both like living in the moment and also just putting your mental health um, first. I'll tell you a little story. So one time I took a class. I took a class, it was cell biology, right? And in my school, or basically in, my, in the science building or the science college, if you are a biomedical science major or a biochemistry major, cell biology with a particular professor is a make or break um, course. It's really, it's honestly a filter. It'll tell you like, look, are you ready for this or not? And so I took this class and for the first time in a very long time, I had a really bad grade on an exam. And I remember I got home and I was crying and I'm like, hey, how am I going to do this? <laughs> Like, how am I going to do this? Like, what am I going to do? Like, how can I, you know, like people already said it, so it's already happened. And I'm just like, oh my God, no. And it's like, no, wait a minute. I know that I really want to do this. I know that I want to take this class. I know that this topic is very exciting to me. And I know that I want to learn. And I remember something that someone very dear to me said. Um, he said that at the end of the day, failure is not when you make a mistake or you do something wrong or you do bad at something, a failure truly is when when you do bad at something and you choose to stay bad at it, or you choose to stay down when you, when you essentially fail at something. And again, like I said, it's, it's not linear, it's dynamic, it's a, it's a whole process and a half, it's not static. I was able to essentially make my way up to the grade that I wanted in that class. It took time, I had to really learn how to learn. And the, that's connected to how I said, you know, I basically realized what kind of learner I am. I had to learn how to learn. So you had to like unlearn, relearn, and like continue learning, you know? And I think it's also connected to purpose, which I will probably do again, <laughs> um, talk more about that and really just knowing why, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing and why do I like what I'm doing? One thing that I know people need to hear a lot is that growth is not linear it's not it's not static it's very dynamic it goes back and forth but i feel like what is important is recognizing the fact that you are in charge of that growth like you are in you are responsible for it one way or the other and it starts it starts from the little things sometimes if you try to put 10,000 things on your plate you will get overwhelmed and then just go back or get worse than you know than what you expected but you're going to get there, you know, the little things start with little baby steps. So just like Dory says in Finding Nemo, just just keep swimming and you'll get to your destination eventually. And I think that I um, have realized that just for one step, you know, there's still so much more to do. But you should also celebrate the little wins that you get from understanding this. So <laughs> there's so many more lessons that I've learned that I think that I just think that these are some of the ones that a lot of people can relate to in different and multiple aspects of life, um, no matter where you are in the world. Um, so I just thought to highlight these ones and tell you the little experiences that I have with them. So what lessons have you learned from your undergrad or day-to-day -day life that have stuck with you? Just make sure to tweet at Lady of Lagos 
to share these lessons or comment on my latest Instagram post. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, all episodes are now available on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, Breaker, and so much more. <laughs> Make sure to check my link tree on my Instagram for more. And don't forget to share with everyone you know. And make sure to follow again on Instagram and Twitter at Lady of Lagos. This is me signing out from lunch. Stay safe and I hope to hear from you soon. Much love, Lady.